Welcome to the Mission Next Gen podcast. I'm excited to be back. Yeah, man. Me too. It's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute. It's uh, we're here at episode four. Yeah. It, it, I feel like we haven't done four episodes, but yeah, we're here at episode four. Yeah, episode four. Uh, we had a great summer. Summer. Yeah, yeah. It's and and I, I think I look back on it because I because a lot of people are like, when is the next podcast coming out? When what's happening? What's going on? And I'm just like, be patient, be patient, because there's. There's a lot going on right this second. Yes. You know? so, yeah. I like the fact people are asking about it. Though. Yeah. They, yeah. A lot of you have been asking about it, and we really appreciate that. Um, but uh, what's what's been going on with you? And I feel like I'm, I'm going at every different direction. Summer, like you said, summer's been crazy. A lot going on ministry-wise, a lot going on along uh, the line of personal stuff, uh, mm-hmm. family stuff. And I mean, all good, all yeah. good. It just feels like I'm just kind of, kind of juggling a little bit. You know? Yeah, juggling a lot. Me too. Same thing. Yeah. You know, we we had a lot, a lot going on with the family. Yeah. Um, first vacation with just me, wife, and daughter yes. in like three or four years. Yes. So that was awesome. That's that awesome. was really, really fun. Uh, first time, and I know this is crazy. It's gonna sound crazy to you. First time at a Florida beach for what? me. Yeah, Florida beach. Never, oh. never been to a Florida beach. Did you beach go to, uh, Gulf side or uh, Atlantic side? Atlantic side. Atlantic side. Atlantic side's great. Yeah. I, that, my, my parents, in fact, we just moved them up from Florida. That mm-hmm. was one of the things we were doing this summer. But they're from. Uh, they were down in Daytona for the last twenty three years, and I love Atlantic side. But some some say that once you've gone to the Gulf Coast, mm-hmm. you. you don't realize what you're missing on that Atlantic side. Well, one of the great things about this year is that there hasn't been a lot of storms, yeah. and so the water yeah. was super clear. That's good. That's and good. so it was really fun. I have been to the Gulf Gulf Coast. Yeah, say that. Yeah, and uh, it's um, but I I was in Mississippi. Somehow uh, I made it to that one little spot in Mississippi yeah. that's actually on the Gulf Coast. Yeah, and, uh, that's cool. So what what part of uh, Florida? Amelia Island. Amelia Island near Jacksonville. Near Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just beautiful. barely into Florida, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but we made it. You made we, it. We did make that's it. That's cool. No, that's good. So. Yeah. So so you you enjoyed that time with your family. I, I enjoyed a lot of time with family, mm-hmm. and like I said, I, we've moved my parents up, which mm-hmm. is which is really a good thing. You know, I was born and raised in Augusta, Georgia. And um, love the place uh, now more than ever. But um, growing up, I was like, when I go off to school, I'm never coming back. And right. I came back. My parents left. Oh man, <laughs> so, it's like took a little personal. But but um, but no, I, I do think um, the summer, although juggling everything, it was it was a very profitable summer on a yeah. number of things. Yeah. So. So what is you you know what are some of the things you're doing to get back into kind of a balance of life? Uh Balance. So, so that's the biggest thing. You know, I keep using the word juggling, but but I think I, I go to that because we're you know there's so many things. Sometimes you feel like uh, you've got to do and have to do, and there and the, the truth of the matter is is sometimes you are juggling multiple things at one time, and you have to have balance. And um, I remember the first time, you know, juggling always like inspires me. Like I always like, hey, dude, I wish I could do that. And until you start seeing guys juggle like fire torches yeah. and bowling balls all, all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. chainsaws. Yeah, chainsaws. Oh, dude, I, I, there's no way. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I say I could do it, but there's not a way I can do it. But I, but I can juggle I can juggle three balls. Like, I, okay. my, my baseball coach taught me, nice. um, Coach Billy Duggan, um, my, um, he was a pastor, but he was a baseball coach, and uh, he actually just recently passed away. But uh, one of the things he did was he taught us at one point how to – 
juggle brought somebody in to juggle. I can't remember if it was him or somebody else, but but it was like the need for that because of the hand-eye coordination. Yeah. And one of the things I talked about is balance when you're juggling. You know, you you want to always make sure that you keep your balance. And um, and I think about life in general when you have a lot of things going at once and and it's so easy to get off balance and, mm -hmm. and keep the the main thing the main thing or the priorities in order and intact and and there is no way i could have gotten through the summer without having that balance in place because um when you do multiple things at once mm -hmm. um it's really easy for them to fall and hit the ground or or if you're trying to chainsaws cut your arm off or whatever but um if you don't have that balance and focus yeah yeah, yeah. And so the balance for me was was more or less again just like everything ministry wise um we can be busy about so many things mm -hmm. that we forget to be about the main thing and the main thing being jesus and our mm -hmm. relationship with him and um and being the focal point of where we are everything should come out of the overflow of that mm -hmm. or the, the or under the covering of that and um and so we were able to see god move in a lot of ways because i think me and my wife sarah and um, our family, we, we really kept the Lord before everything we were doing, mm -hmm. whether it be ministry or whether it be the family stuff as much as moving my parents around or mm -hmm. whatever that may be. And so the balance and the priorities are, is, is such a key thing. Yeah. 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 But it's easy to get out of whack, isn't it? I right. Mean, yeah. And I mean, the, 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 when you really think of it, the family is your first ministry. 100%. So, so you know, that's when, when we have to make decisions. Yeah. You know, it's, it tends to, for me, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always weighted towards family. Yeah. You know, and so. Well, that, I'm glad you said that because, because again, even especially as someone who's been in ministry as the job or the calling or the occupation, so to speak, um, we are the number one people that forget about that we were called to the ministry of family first, mm -hmm. you know, as a husband to my wife, you know, the ministry to her as a dad to my kids. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not faithful and keeping those things in balance um, and I'm not doing those things well, I have no business doing ministry with anybody or to somebody else, yeah. you know, it's yeah. gotta come out of the overflow of that yeah. as well. Yeah, you know, I had to make a hard decision over the summer, uh, just one day, where you know it was um, we we at our youth ministry we had a fun youth night at Stars and Strikes, uh -huh. and um, some things had come up. I had a date night planned with my wife right. on Tuesday, doing the Stars and Strikes thing on on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Well, my mom my my mom was going to be my babysitter, and um, my grandmother got sick and had to to had to go to the doctor or something mm -hmm. like that. Something came up. And we had to switch days around. Oh yeah, and it was just like it was so hard because we had not had date night mm -hmm. all summer, mm -hmm. and I had to call and just say, "Guys, I'm so sorry, mm -hmm. but I I've got to prioritize this time with my wife tonight yeah. because we haven't we haven't just spent time with just the two of us going mm -hmm. to dinner, you know, gone to dinner in a movie, yeah, in months, right? And that was and it was just that was you know you you start to see it yeah. so we were so i was like this is this is important yeah. and i'm sorry and i knew there already knew there was going to be plenty of leaders there right. 
you know there wasn't it, there wasn't a structured thing that I needed to like be with my particular small group right so it was an easy call right to be able to say you know hey this is this is gonna be my priority mm -hmm. tonight well the temptation is for all of us is but the kids need me right like like they're, they're expecting me to be there yeah. if I if my small group doesn't see me there they're gonna think I don't love you know yeah. we, we all we all have those temptations yeah. to fall into that yeah. yeah and you know and I and you know I, I already uh, talked with my co-leader yeah. you know knew he was was going to be there uh talked with our, the the youth minister he was going to yeah. be there everything was everything was covered you know yeah. I mean, it, I, it wasn't like i was dropping right. responsibilities it was just it was just taking a little time for yeah. for the family well did you you kept that in balance yeah. that's a good job yeah. good job right so you know i think one of the things part of that was just knowing that i could ask for help yeah that's in good. that moment mm -hmm. you know what i mean um, uh, and it's good that you're part of a ministry that would receive that and not make yeah. you feel guilty about that because yeah. because i mean let's be real there's a lot of churches and a lot of ministries that would kind of say dude you committed we're, yeah. we're like yeah. we're expecting you yeah. you know whatever and but the fact that they received it and they said hey go do go do your thing yeah that's going to help you keep that balance right Right, right, and 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 it's just important sometimes to to ask for that help. Yeah, yeah. Even even when you're doing the ministry. Yeah, because that's on you. Yeah, and that's on me. Yeah. Like if we don't ask for it, that's on us. Yeah. Like because I guarantee there's a lot of ministries out there that would say you should have just said something. You should have just told me that you needed that time. We would have given it to you. And 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 if we don't do that, then we're risking burnout. Right. But I'll, I'll tell you on the youth pastor side, those that are like the, that are the the paid staff that that do these things as an occupation for your living for your calling. Um, you have to make sure though that you keep the calendar handy with that balance. Mm -hmm. And so, so when you're planning things, because your priority and your number one ministry is your family, your family stuff always have to has to go on the calendar first, yeah. and then you build everything around that. I mean, you actually have the priority. This is like, this is where you have the perk, so to speak, yeah. to be able to put that on the calendar first and build around it you know um and it's and it's kind of important to do that because that tells your wife that tells your kids if you know depending on how old they are that that time with them is important right yeah. and so so that's good man so um i think you thanks for bringing that up because um that's that's a huge part of balance in busy times mm -hmm. so so anyway yeah so talking about being busy and that kind of stuff what's kind of like the state of the ministry like, what's, uh, so what's, this is kind of like a presidential thing yeah yeah okay can we sing that on here uh the, the presidential okay probably not i can't yeah i'm not gonna sing. yeah <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah so the state of the ministry I, I will tell you right now um one of the things that was so busy this summer is the fact that we are healthy and we're 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 accomplishing a lot in in mission next gen. Uh, and in fact, I'm glad we're kind of kind of doing this because uh, there's some people that are asking, hey, updated newsletters and stuff like that. They're going to be coming out soon, but this is actually kind of your digital newsletter right yeah. in a second. Uh, because there's been a lot of stuff going on that we talked about pre-summer that were going to happen. Uh, we had a, a local camp that I was able, that I was asked to be part of and to to speak at. Um, it's funny. I love this camp. This uh, the guy that's a youth pastor at this church. It's at the Parkway Baptist Church here in Augusta, Georgia, and and the name of their camp is called Namaste Here. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So like four years ago. Um, and he, they would always go to another camp um, and go to like a prefab camp. And about four years ago, he got tired of hearing kids say when he was like, hey, are you going to camp? And the kid's like, no, nah, I'm gonna stay here. 
<laughs> and he was like, oh, dude, that's my camp. That's my camp. Yeah, and, and they do like a stay camp, like where it's that's here. That's awesome. And it's like, a, it's like VBS for teenagers, but not called VBS for right. teenagers. Right, sure, sure, sure. Because that right. would, nobody would show up. Uh-oh. Hello. I guess my, my, my uh, watch is going off. But, um, but no, it was cool. And, and they asked me to come and speak. And, um, and, and this is one of the youth guys that I do life with. And, um, and I got an opportunity to really uh, pour into his uh, youth ministry. And, and it was really cool because we had, we had two students who identified to have a call on their life for ministry. That's awesome. And if you know my heart, you know the passion of Mission Next Gen is we're, we're wanting to equip students um, and equip the, the ones who are equipping students um, for the work of the ministry. Mm -hmm. And we are desiring more now than ever to see students accept the call to full-time ministry, whether it be as a missionary or as a pastor or whatever that may be. And, mm -hmm. um, and we had two students during that time just accept that call. That's so, awesome. Along the lines of the camp stuff, um, there are um, there are some things that I do on a regular basis with Mission Next Gen is, is pouring into uh, youth guys, um, young youth pastors, guys that are seasoned that have been doing it for a while, yeah. and um, really have had the opportunity to continue those relationships. Uh, I have about eight or nine guys that I'm pouring into on a regular basis, um, whether it be individually one-on-one, through lunches, uh, coffee, uh, whatever, or yeah. through group group times, you know, to where we kind of uh, connect the youth pastors to each other. That's know? awesome. Yeah, and uh, and so it's been it's been good to to spend a lot of time this summer, especially because it's a, such a busy time for youth pastors. Mm -hmm. um, for some of them, just to go and grab something to eat or drink some coffee and just kind of just veg for a few minutes, talk mm -hmm. talk stupid stuff, talk about what we've you know watched on TV or sports or or something crazy a kid did at youth ministry on that Wednesday night or something mm -hmm. and and so um, really been working on that and pouring into some some guys in that way and um, and I'm finding out that um, youth ministry is in a place right now that's a solid place a good place mm -hmm. but there's a lot of youth pastors out there that are discouraged and, yeah. and then um, and so so I'm doing trying to do my best to kind of walk with them and encourage them. Encourage them in times like this yeah yeah i mean it's got to be hard and and talking about you know summer being hard mm -hmm. I, I mean it's all it's it's obviously it's not easy yeah it was people be lining up at the door yeah. to do it you right. know what i mean yeah, but there's uh the you know going back into school you know yeah. getting kids starting to come back yeah uh getting back on a regular schedule but then the other thing that you know maybe feels like it's easier because you're back into the flow of things yeah. But now you know. Now you really get to the hard stuff with pouring into kids yeah. and and being there for them mm -hmm. when they're connecting with student with yeah. their other with other students and just the drama and the yeah. life that yeah. comes from being a kid because it's hard, yeah. man. Yeah. It's I, I being being a student is yeah rough stuff. It is. It is, and it overflows onto youth pastors. And mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're a youth pastor of four or five kids or a hundred and twenty-five kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, you tend to wear the burdens of 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 your kids mm -hmm. that you, that you that you you're walking with, and yeah. if and if you have a student that's struggling, you have a student that is um, really having a tough time at home, or uh, they're lonely, they're depressed, uh, whatever it may be, you wear that as a youth guy mm -hmm. and um, or girl um, that that they're all in the middle of that and so that's one of the things that I, I try to come around 
and hang out with um, these youth leaders and youth pastors to to say, hey, you know what? I can help carry that burden with you. I, how can I pray with you? Mm -hmm. Like like what's going on? What can I help walk with you on? You know, and and I'm finding that there's a lot of them that are that are uh, struggling with carrying those burdens or or struggling with their own burdens as well. Um, you know, I'll tell you one of the areas that's kind of sprouted up recently that I've got about uh, two or three pastors that I'm walking with, like lead pastors mm -hmm. of churches, because they don't have youth pastors or, or youth leaders in place to watch or to help with the students that they have at their church. Yeah. And they're like, what do I do? Yeah. And they're they're kind of reaching out to me and saying, "Hey, what 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 do we need to do?" Mm -hmm. This the pastor may not have ever had youth ministry mm -hmm. um, as uh, as a ministry that they've done before. And they're like, I, "Like I'm head over skis, man. I don't know what to do. What yeah. you know? Can you help me?" Yeah, and I, you know, and I I saw something you shared. On, I don't know if it was you personally right. or if it was uh, if Mission Exchange shared it. I think it was probably both. Right. Something about you know a lot of youth pastors looking for like six year you know they're looking pastors that i need an experience i don't have experience with youth yeah. ministry so i need an experienced youth pastor yeah. you know what i mean and it's just like well yeah you just the the experienced ones are at their job yeah that's, <laughs> that's right. where you can find them at yeah. their at right. their at their at their church that's, that's where right. they are yeah and and it's it's really hard because there's a lot of guys that they're wanting a lot of churches that are wanting a, a, a youth leader or a youth pastor that has had experience or that are just looking for a job and then they're like eh we'll pay you a couple hundred bucks a week or something mm -hmm. just to you know and and what we're living in that's i mean that's barely gas money right, right? and and so I, I say you know you know pray about what your church really needs because if you do need something and that's all you can afford that's that's fine let's just but let's pray that way mm -hmm. let's and let's let's make the quote job description accordingly you know mm -hmm. um because there's a lot of young guys or girls that I know that have been called into ministry that they don't come with experience. Right. You know, just because you have a call in your life and you're accepting that call, it doesn't mean you all of a sudden have years of experience. And and so some of these churches need to potentially just you know take a shot at some of these ones and walk with them, or allow Mission Next Gen to walk with them mm -hmm. and kind of help prepare the way. And 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 I think in a few minutes I want to talk a little bit yeah. more about that. Yeah. But, but I think I think really and truly, um, I've really been blessed and honored to to walk alongside some of these lead pastors um, that are having that are needing help because it's exciting to see some of these guys um, you know humble themselves enough to say I'm, I I need help you right. know um, and so it, it, it's it's been great the state of, the state of Mission Next Gen is, is strong it's it's um, it's working yeah <laughs> you know when I felt like the Lord gave me this vision a while back I I, I thought it was going to take a little time to get off the ground and I was going to have to find stuff to do. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find a break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I'm passionate about it, man. Let's keep it coming. Yeah. That's what, uh, you know, I, I, my full-time gig is in the real estate world right. and realtors are all self-employed. And one of the things that they joke about is I, um, I quit my 40 hour a week job so that I could work for myself and have, a 400 hour a week job oh, you know yeah. it's like uh it's it, they say it yeah. better than me but you yeah know, but no, I, I, I hear you though that i can imagine so so what's up next all right so man and i'm i'm a dreamer yeah okay i've always been a visionary dreamer um that's how mission next gen came about you know the lord put it on my heart i've been it just 
I just I just love sitting there and and dreaming about things and seeing what we can do to make things happen. And I and I have a dream board in my office. It's actually right behind us. And um, anytime I feel like I have one of those things, I'll go put it on my board. And and I realize that these other things don't happen overnight. And, well, let me just say before you get too yeah. far into it, one of the things about you being a dreamer is that you're not just a dreamer. You're an executor, and you can yeah. really see that here with Mission Next Gym that you had had this dream the lord put this on your heart mm -hmm. and you've gone out and executed that so i just wanted well, to, to not don't just label yourself a dream well, you true. are an executor well thank you and i appreciate that because that that does mean a lot and it does separate the the dreamers from execute executors you know because vision really has to have feet mm -hmm. to it otherwise it stays a dream and and so um and that's why i always make my dreams available to people because mm -hmm. there's accountability with that when you tell somebody what you're thinking about dreaming about and and about um i guess it was back in may when we had our last board meeting was it may or it, or april or whenever it was april or may whenever it was it's been a blur um i decided i wanted to share with our board members uh, some dreams that it's some some thoughts that i had of things that i wanted to accomplish and um I felt like it was time to do it. And I, I was kind of hesitant at first because I'm sitting here thinking, we just started this ministry and we're mm -hmm. getting it off the ground. Why am I coming up with new stuff that I want to do? But, yeah. but, but that's what that's what a dreamer does, right? Yeah. And um, I think about like, you know, I think I'm allowed to say his name, but Walt Disney, I mean, if he would have kept his dreams to himself, we wouldn't have the experiences. We wouldn't be overpaying for fun, mm -hmm. you know, like, right? Yeah. No, just kidding. Um, but, but, I, but that's kind of where I'm at. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put these dreams out there to my board members. And because the, the board we have is, is I'm accountable to. Mm -hmm. And um, what better thing to be accountable to but the dreams that, that I feel like the Lord has placed in my heart. So that way I will follow through and yeah. execute. Yeah, I love our board because we have, we have, for lack of better words, we have cheerleaders. Yes. We have analytical people. Yes. Um, we have one member of the board. I guess I can say their name. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. Um, Jason McCricker yes. is a, he's, you know, you throw something out there and he, his first thing is, all right, how does that fit the Mission Next Gen that's, thesis? That's right. That's is, that, is it, so we have the, we have, a, we have articles and yes. does it, does it fit? Does it fit the bylaws? Yeah. Does whatever, it, yeah and yeah. that's amazing yes. because it, because it's, we put those bylaws down. Yes. To, yeah. to, to say this is what Mission Next Gen is. Yeah. And, and if that's something that you, you know, want to do on your free time, yeah. go for it. But Mission Next Gen has this, has right. a mission. Mm -hmm. And and we look at those things and, and at his leadership say, yes. okay, how does this fit our mission? Do we need to adjust a little bit? Yeah to make that fit the mission, right? What, what's, you know, how is it yeah, best? Yeah. And that's, that's part of that leadership that we've that's right. gathered around and, us. And, and listen, uh, Jason McCricker, not to get be confused with Jason Bible, who is on our board and, and he's usually cracking the joke while Jason McCricker yes. called us back to the thesis. But, uh, but, but I'm telling you, like, I love it because there's balance, there's balance in our board and it was intentional that way yes. because we needed to, to have all those, those pieces. I don't, I didn't need a good old boy system mm -hmm. that's going to tell me yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I don't need all these people that are going to make me jump on over hurdles mm -hmm. to accomplish what the Lord's put on my heart. Right. So that balance is there. And when I, when I put these dreams in front of them, uh, in front of you, because you're on the board as well, I, I, 
I got a resounding, all right, let's do it. Let's yeah. figure it, let's figure it out. Yeah. And it fit the thesis. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So Jason McCracken, we're good. Okay. Um, but, but what's interesting when I put it before the board, I'm also putting it before the Lord yes. because I'm like, God, if you put this on my heart, then that means you must have a plan to put these things in place. And so where do we go from here? Some of those dreams are already starting to happen. One, one of the things I put in front of the board um, was I wanted to, because I, I feel a high, high need to empower the ones who are called, okay? And I, and I know we can get into the debate of everyone's called as Christians mm -hmm. to go make disciples, hands down. Mm -hmm. But there's, a, there's another level of calling to fully committed pastors, missionaries, those kind of things that I'm talking to students about all the time. Mm -hmm. And how do we empower them to get the education they potentially need, to get the training they potentially need, whatever that may be, both of those things. Um, and I said, I really feel like one day Mission Next Gen is gonna to scholarship mm -hmm. students to get either the schooling or the training that they need. And it could be either or, mm -hmm. you know. Um, it could be somebody who's already been through some schooling or hasn't had schooling, but can go to a training that, that Mission Next Gen can pay their way or, or, or help them get what they need in their calling. It could be that they um, are graduating high school and they feel a call to ministry and they're gonna go uh, to a Christian school to start pursuing that, that ministry or eventually maybe go to seminary or whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. How can Mission Next Gen help fund that or scholarship that? Because it's expensive. Yes. And school in general is expensive, mm -hmm. but if you've ever tried to look at a private school or a ministry, and then you look at what the pastor or the youth pastor makes when they get out, right? Like it's it's a lifetime before mm -hmm. you pay off loans or whatever. And so, what could we do? Well, um, an opportunity came up um, in in the midst of this. Someone brought it to my attention. Um, through a really tough circumstance or a trial, there was a, a local student who uh, passed away unexpectedly, a tragedy mm -hmm. that, that ended up happening um, in one of our local churches. Um, his youth pastor is, is on our board, uh, Mark White, and, um, and I went to the funeral to, the, for support of Mark and the family of this young man, and, um, and I'll say his name, his name is Nathan, um, because I, I think he's, it, it's the to honor him, to say yes. this is where it came out of. Uh, the Lord worked in, in the time of celebration of life and his funeral. Um, that I just sat there and I heard people speak of him, speak of his character, that um, that he had the makings of a pastor, he had the makings of going into ministry because when ministry was happening, he was right there. If, if someone needed their grass cut, he was gonna be the one to go cut the grass. and. He had a heart of a pastor, he had a heart of a missionary, he had a heart of, for ministry. And I sat there as I was listening to this, I was like, is this the scholarship? Is this, can we, can we help what Nathan was going towards potentially in his life happen through somebody else, Yeah, you know? And so I went to Mark, I said, pray about it. Let's think it through if you wanna to talk to his parents about it. Um, I would love to honor Nathan and start some type of scholarship. Well get get feedback later um it looks like it's gonna happen it looks like it may happen and it may happen through mission next gen again it doesn't have to be through mission next gen sure but it's an avenue of ministry that god has opened up for us to be able to help identify future leaders mm -hmm. that we may be able to utilize the funds that have been already donated or, or raised and future money that's raised to be able to create a scholarship to honor nathan 
um, to honor his family, to honor the, the heart that he had for ministry um, through empowering somebody to get either the education or the training that they need. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love that. It's been a few months. And yeah. We're was, seeing that happen. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm so grateful for that. And, um, and I know there may be some people even listening to this now is like, Hey, I want to, I want to plug into that. Mm -hmm. Let us know, uh, let us yeah. know and we can help get you into that because we're talking about none of the money that's raised in honor of Nathan will be used for mission next gen salaries or, or, or anything other than exactly what our vision yeah. is for. Yeah. And I mean, I just, I, you know, when we were starting this up, we, you know, I, I do a lot of work on the, on the website side and, you know, when we started this up, we went through several different ways of, you know, how are we going to collect donations and get mm -hmm. this kind of stuff started. And, you know, the one that we finally landed on is, is going to be already have us perfectly set up yeah. for us to be able to do this, to ha to set up a separate fund, yeah. uh, to, to get donations yeah. for this. And yeah. so, you know, that, that's kind of, yeah. Uh, steps have been orchestrated yeah. to be in to be in the right place to be able to to take this on yeah. and 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 move on it quickly so that we can honor right Nathan. Yeah, and it's exciting too because because our, our thoughts and our plans are that we would try to have a lot of this stuff in place. We'd have a um, one of our board members over have oversight and maybe have a committee to help identify and maybe when we create the scholarship applications or or training applications that they would approve or whatever. And, and we would begin that process hopefully by January of, of next year and then begin the process of potentially handing out these uh, scholarships or for whatever, uh, maybe by the end of the school year as kids are graduating or, or people are starting to identify their next steps. And yeah. so, so that that's one thing. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the side I had to start with that one. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, but if that's what you're starting with, yeah. I mean, we got it. Well, no, I'm, I'm telling you, um, I mentioned it earlier. There's something I may talk about a yeah. little bit later, but I did, when we identify some of these young leaders, um, that don't have experience, uh, we want to empower mission X Gen wants to empower these young leaders and create, uh, a program that we can do that I can help facilitate along with the help of, a, of other experienced youth pastors, um, uh, a form of a residency program, okay? Now, when I say residency, a lot of times people are like, okay, kind of like a residency at a hospital, those kind of things, you know, you're, you finish school, you're gonna go and look for a job, and sometimes you end up at a certain hospital and you do a residency there and then they decide, it's for them or not for them, or the hospital decides, hey, we like you or don't like you, right, whatever. Right. Um, it's kind of along those lines, but within the church world. And because I know there's so many churches that are in need of student leaders or pastors, mm -hmm. uh, or ones that are gonna be growing into that, that are called, mm -hmm. um, I feel like it could be a match made in heaven that we yeah. can find these students that are calling, receiving the call and accepting the call, help train them walk with them and then connect them to churches yeah. that are just looking for something maybe as a start out kind of thing that gives them these type of experiences it's amazing um to quote build a resume to hope hopefully even not just leave that place but grow at that place and see that ministry grow and even stay there mm -hmm. you know um but, but it's something that we're still working out some of the details of that, that i'm going to be working with our board in the coming months and hoping to potentially start this up soon. I've already got about uh, three potential people oh, cool. um, that are interested in the idea of the residency. I have w one church that's already said, I'm all in on that, let me know mm -hmm. when it starts because we want we, we need that. Um, 
and, and I'm sure that there are other people that may be watching or listening um, that will also have that thought or idea as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, and, I, and you know, one of the things you share with the board, you know, it's something that some larger churches kind of can do on their own, you know, with bigger staffs and that kind of thing. Um, but, and, they're, and they're raising those leaders up for their own church, which is super cool awesome. idea. Yeah. Um, to, to help grow in the vision that they have, but but to be able to support the the, the smaller churches or bigger churches, yeah. whatever you know that may not have you know uh, the, the the capacity to 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 really pour into these new yeah. leaders, yeah. This, this next generation of of church leaders right and, and i've always been of the mindset that just because you can doesn't mean you should mm -hmm. and there's a lot of pastors out there that can pour into some of these younger leaders um and yet they're juggling a lot already right. and just because they can pour into them doesn't mean that they should or have to mm -hmm. that's what mission next gen is about and we're not we're not here to come in and say hey hire me and I'll do all this. Like, no, I'm, this is a mission for us. This is, we're trying to help you accomplish the mission that God's laid on your heart to reach the students or the, the adults or the people that you have been called to reach in your community, in your backyard. Uh, it could be Augusta. It could be in California. It could be, you know, up in, uh, talked to a guy the other day in Connecticut. Okay. Right. Like, like wherever it is, um, we want to be able to try to help you figure things out. And I think this residency program is one of those ways. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. So that's how Mission Next Gen is, is helping. Yes. How can we help Mission Next Gen? Okay. So, well, I'll tell you, you're already kind of helping just by how you serve with doing this stuff, like even with podcasts. And I think some of the things that, that are going to happen that you're going to see in the future is you may have an episode where Logan uh, from the lay leader side of things and, mm -hmm. and, and as a representative of a Mission Next Gen, as a board member, you know, speaking to certain things as God mm -hmm. has used his gifts as a volunteer in a student ministry, those kind of things. Yeah. So, so you're already helping in those ways, but, but, um, but there are other ways that people on the outside of Mission Next Gen can help. And, and I'll tell you the first and foremost thing is going to be through prayer. Um, the foundation of anything that God is doing is always bathed in prayer. And, um, and it's not because uh, if he's a part of it and doing it that we're having to beg him to do it because he's already a part of this and he's leading the way and he's, he's strengthening us. Um, but we need to know that people are supporting us through prayer and asking for the Lord to continue to keep his hand of blessing upon Mission Next Gen as we're accomplishing the things that he's doing. Um, so prayer is, is probably the most, most relevant and biggest thing that everyone can do yeah uh, of course yeah 100%. and i think um on the next level of things um is is financial help because because we have a heart of doing this as as a mission and um as a missionary that i'm that i'm doing this as a missionary um i don't go into a church and say um yeah i can do this for you and here's your bill right. okay i'm not knocking anybody that does that okay mm -hmm. um there are people that do it as as uh as a as a business or whatever mm -hmm. to help make money for their family to take care of their family yeah. and stuff and and i applaud them for the, what they're doing yes. um because they're really honoring the lord i know a lot of guys are doing it that way and they're honoring the lord with it and i think thank the lord that they are yes. um the way the lord has put it on my heart is to do it as a missionary because i'm able to help the small church right 
the church that maybe doesn't have the budget mm -hmm. to get the experience that that I have the the good the bad the the fails the the successes uh, that I've experienced in 25 years of ministry and and but in order for me to do that I have to have uh, churches I have to have individuals um, buy in from it from the standpoint of, of support um, yeah. and, and financially yeah yeah and I mean I um... Like we said, as a board member, you know, I do a lot of things, but I support the mission financially. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's super, we've made it super easy. Um, you can just go to missionnextgen.com and go to the donate tab um, and set it up. It's, it's through Church Center. Uh, so, yeah, church, yeah, church Center, Planning Center. Planning Center, Church Center. Um, uh, so you may or may not be used to it, depending yeah. on your church. <laughs> your church yeah. um, but uh, it's uh, you know, so I, I, we, you know, as a family, we decided to to give um, on a regular basis mm -hmm. out of out of overflow. We've been blessed, yeah. um, you know, not and we want to, you know, we want to reiterate as a as a board and as a mission that we're not looking for people to take away from their tithe right. that yeah, is going right. to their local percent. church. Yes. Um, this is if you feel led to help us out of overflow, um, that is that's what we that's what we're asking for. Uh, we don't we we're not don't you know look at your tithe and say, well we can get half of it to right. you know you know what I mean? That's like not, that's not what we're that's, that's not, not what we're looking yeah. for. Uh, we want to we want to make sure that's clear. Um, but we, we, you know, we we have made it easy. You yeah. can set it up and just automatically withdraw. Yeah. Um, and it could be it could be as you feel like it. We yeah. have we have people that do a one time gift and they do it as they have it. Um, we have people that do it on a weekly basis uh, because that's how they get paid, or they do it as a, on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that it helps us when you do it as a reoccurring thing is it helps us know how to plan and right. it helps us know. What we have in order to meet the needs for the the, the month that mm -hmm. we have ahead, and um, but but I'll tell you, anything, any amount, what would be labeled as small or large is part of Mission Next Gen, yeah. and it's um, and it's a big part, regardless of the size of yes. the gift. It is a big part of what we do at Mission Next Gen. Um, somebody asked me the other day. They said. Um, they were asking what you know how much is in this you know that do we need or what is it that is a good common gift and i just said i said listen i said here's one of the things that somebody brought up to my attention is they there's a lot of people that will spend uh 15 to 20 dollars on a subscription to one of the uh you know app uh to watch yeah. your, i'm not going to mention the names sure. of them, but yeah. some of that to watch watch certain movies or or shows mm -hmm. or whatever that may be and i'm like you know we we do that for our entertainment, but how, I mean, $15 a month, like, I mean, that's, that's like three, three visits to the local coffee shop or yeah. maybe, maybe two and a half, two and a half, two and a half. Yeah. yeah. You know, that type of gift once a month goes a long ways, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's everything that we end up doing, you're part of at that point, mm -hmm. you know, whether, it, whether it's just prayers or finances or both, we, we covet the prayers more than anything. Um, but our finances that are donated and taking care of us um, are the things that keep us going. Yeah. So, you know, just this is just an anecdote, and I don't even know if this will make it in the podcast, but, you know, we're sitting here at the at, at the Baptist Mission. A lot of what Steve does 
happens over a lunch or a coffee or something you know and if you if you think about it if you can do fifteen dollars a month mm. that's that's one lunch two and a half coffees two and a half coffees you know if, if it's me yeah. which you know it's not me but if it, yeah. if, if it was me it'd be three because i'm right. just drinking black coffee right. but nice. you know you know think about that like what 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 can it do you know it, it, you can you you can really affect a mm. Uh, the life of a, of a local leader in a, just with a small, with a well, small gift. And it even goes beyond just even the local. Like mm -hmm. uh, Tuesday of next week, I'm, I'm actually traveling uh, to meet, meet halfway uh, a youth pastor, pastor um, that has um, gone through a rough time in his life through the church that he was serving at and um to where he was let go and he's trying to figure out what's up what's down anymore mm. and i'm i'm traveling to meet him halfway up in columbia south carolina awesome. um and and again that's the ministry that god has entrusted me with mm. and those are the things that i can't do without the financial support um of of the people that are supporting mission next gen and yeah. so for those of you that are already supporting us thank you thank you thank you mm -hmm. please please keep it going um as the lord provides um for those of you that aren't um i don't beg i just say follow the lord yeah you know whatever the lord puts on your heart um he's going to provide us this is his ministry anyway mm -hmm. and um and however i have to adjust my life or do whatever just because again this is not about funding steve this is about funding the ministry yeah um, yeah, and if, if well, I'm changed the way I was going to say that. Like, let's just reiterate the first thing that we're asking for is prayers. Yes, just yeah. to pray for us. Yeah, um, and pray for pray for the ministry. Yeah. So if that's if that is, you know, if that's what you got, that's that's yeah, what we want. That's right. 100%. That's what we want. Um, so in in that spirit, yeah. Um, you mind if I close this out? No, pray? let's do it. All right. All right. Lord, thank you for this time with Steve. Thank you for the time uh, with our listeners and our watchers on the video feed. Lord, we just thank you for each and every one of them, for everything that they're doing to support uh, this ministry that you've laid on all of our hearts, Lord. We just thank you for, uh, thank you for the summer that we've had. Thank you for the ups and downs of those summers, Lord. Um, thank you for the help that we've been given. Lord, thank you for the, the, this ministry and the impact that it has had. Lord, we just ask that you continue to move uh, in this, this area and the lives of youth and youth ministers and youth volunteers and continue to help them with your spirit to support the, the next generation uh, of young leaders and of young followers of Christ, Lord. Lord, we just ask that you uh, continue to to be with us as we as we go about our weeks and as our youth ministries start to pick back up with the school and just be with all of those youth pastors that have been working all summer to just just put on a a, sh a show to show your love to those students, Lord. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, thank you. Another one in the boat. Another one in there. All right. See y'all. See ya.